Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. The following program is made possible through the sponsorship of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship and through the generous giving of faithful donors like you. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, you can visit us at awordforlife.com. Welcome to A Word for Life. A Word for Life is the radio ministry of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, located in Tacoma, Washington. And now, here's Pastor Michael Fields with A Word for Life. And dear ones, we need to take note of the reminder that is given to us by the Apostle Paul concerning this in 1 Corinthians 10. So hold your finger here in Peter, but turn with me to the 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. Notice what Paul says there. We quote this verse all the time, but we need to remember and take note of it concerning what we're seeing here in 1 Peter. 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, starting at verse 13. Notice what Paul says there. He says, there has no temptation taken you. But such as is common to man. Now, the word temptation that is used here, dear ones, is not just talking about being tempted to sin. The word temptation here actually in the Greek means test or trial. So there is no test or trial that has come upon you. But as is common to man, it's it's normative. It's normal for everybody that names the name of Jesus Christ. But notice what he said, Peter, or, or Paul says there, he says, but God is faithful. It's a wonderful thing to remember that we serve a faithful God. Yes, yes, yes. No matter how unfaithful we are, God is always faithful. Yes. We may be unfaithful to him. He is never unfaithful to us. God is faithful. Who will not suffer you to be tempted or tested or tried above that you are able Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You've been telling the Lord, I can't take it no more. And God says, no, you can. You've been telling the Lord, I can't handle this no more. And God says, no, you can. You've been telling the Lord, I'm about to give up. And God says, no, you ain't. You've been telling the Lord, I'm about to turn back. And God says, no, you won't. You've been telling the Lord, I'm about to quit. And God says, no, you ain't. You, you, you are cutting yourself, you are cutting yourself off and you're, you're, you basically are are, are cutting yourself short. You're saying you can't do it. God says, you don't know what I put in you. You're saying I can't handle this. God says, you don't know what I'm doing in you. 
Because guess what? Your ways are not my ways. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. I know what I'm producing in you through this very thing. You keep wanting to turn the off switch, and I keep turning it back on. Because I'm, I'm going to put some, duct, some Holy Ghost duct tape over the switch, so you can't even mess with it no more. Because I'm leaving it on because it's doing something in you. You, Because of what you're going through right now, because of what you're experiencing right now, if it's doing what God is intending it to do, and it's having the effect that God is wanting it to have in your life, you have never prayed as much as you are right now. You have never studied his word as much as you have been. You have never spent so much time before the Lord seeking his will, asking him to work, causing him to, just, just asking him to move, yielding yourself to him, submitting yourself to him, being open to listening, open to hearing, open to responding, open to being obedient. You have never been this much as you are right now. And it's all because of what you're going through. It's all because of the test. It's all because of the trial. I wish I had just one witness in here today. Just one. It's because of what you're going through that you're praying more now. You're seeking his face more now. You're more open to listening to him now. That's if it's making you better yes lord okay yes lord. but for Thank some you, it's making yes. you bitter okay. no. and so you ain't praying as much as you used to you're not reading your word as much as you used to it's having the opposite effect of what god has intended to happen okay. instead instead of pressing your way to come to service you find every excuse not to come well, well. instead of pressing your way you find every reason not to come it's sunday and it's cloudy. Can't go to church. Can't go to church. It's Sunday and I see a raindrop. Can't go to church. Can't go. Can't do it. No. You, you, you hoping for, you texting folk to call you. Call me on the phone. Somebody call and need me. I can't go to church. Can't go. Got a phone call. Urgent need. I got to go. Can't come to church. The reason you're looking at me all funny because you know I'm telling you the truth. I'm, I'm, I'm all up in your back pocket right now. Because it's making you bitter. Because it's making you bitter. And so, and so, God, Peter says that God, the God that we serve, is the God of all grace. But let me finish what Paul says here in verse 1 Corinthians 10, 13. There has no temptation, no test, no trial test taken you come upon you but such as is common to man but god is faithful who will not suffer you to be attempted above that you are able you can handle it you can deal with it you can survive it but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it notice notice the contrast because paul says he will give you a way so you can escape it. But then he says, so you will be able to bear it. Yes. <laughs> and, and, so, and so your escape is actually giving you the ability to stand it. Amen. The escape is giving you the ability to stand under it Amen. and remain in it Amen. and go through it. We think of escape like getting beyond it, getting past it, not having to deal with it no more. And God says, that's not the escape I'm trying to give you. I'm trying to give you another escape, an escape out of your own thoughts, an escape out of seeing things your way, 
and escape out of, out of, think, out of thinking along the lines of how you're thinking. I'm trying to help you escape that and get into what I'm trying to do in your life. Amen. Lord have mercy. So, so, so back, back in 1 Peter, back in 1 Peter. Yes. Amen. He says, but the God of all grace who has called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. In other words, God the Father has called and ordained for us to share in and to experience a measure of the glory that will belong to Jesus in eternity. This kind of goes to what I was talking about in Sunday school, how Jesus is our older brother and we are younger brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ. God has called and ordained for us as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ to share in and experience a measure of the glory that will belong to Jesus in eternity. Now, what we see here, what we what it is that we see Peter saying to us here, this helps us to better understand what we are told in several places. So hold your finger here and let's all turn first to the book of Luke, the book of Luke, the 22nd chapter. Because notice what Luke says there. Luke, the 22nd chapter, I'm going to start reading at verse 28. Notice what Luke says there. Actually, the Lord is speaking. And he says, he's talking to his disciples in Luke 22, starting at verse 28. He's talk, the Lord is talking to his disciples. And he says, you are they which have continued with me in my temptations, in my trials, my tests. Notice what the Lord says. He says, and I appoint unto you a kingdom. As my father has appointed unto me, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Amen. The Lord says, you are you are those that have stuck with me through my testing and my trials. And because you have been faithful and stuck with me, I'm going to appoint unto you a kingdom. Amen. Now turn with me to Romans, the eighth chapter. Romans, the eighth chapter. Notice what Paul says there. Romans 8, I'm going to start reading at verse 15. Notice what he says there. He says, Paul says there, For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby or through which we cry, Abba, Father. Or uh, the word Abba basically means Daddy. So we, we, we're able to call God our Daddy. Amen. Notice what he says, verse 16. The spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. See, there was right there that just as a side note, right there, that is one of the primary ways that you should be able to know that you belong to Jesus Christ because the Holy Ghost bears witness to your spirit that you are a child of God. The world will tell you you ain't nobody. The devil will tell you you're all the other things and that kind of stuff. But if the Holy Ghost is telling you, no, you belong to God. No, you're not what the world says. No, you are not what the devil says. You are what God says. And God says you're his child. Every true believer, every true follower of the Lord Jesus Christ knows what it is when you're in the midst of temptation, when you have fallen for the umpteenth time for the same sin, when you have given, allow the enemy to take advantage of you and just cause you to feel all kinds of bad about yourself. Every true follower of the Lord Jesus Christ knows what it is to have the Holy Spirit come alongside of you and say, no, don't give up. 
don't quit. You still belong to God. He'll redeem you. He'll restore you. He'll help you get up out of this. Just continue to look and trust Him. We will get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message in just a moment. But we wanted to take a moment to share with all of you that the aim of our radio ministry at the Word of Life Bible Fellowship is to share the good news of Jesus Christ with as many people as possible and to strengthen and edify the body of Christ through Bible teaching that is both clear and relevant. We would like to see this ministry go even farther in accomplishing this work, but in order for us to be able to do that, we need your help. If you are able... After you have given to the support of your own local home church, if you are able to help us with the cost of airing this program on this station, we would greatly appreciate it. All donations are tax deductible, and they can be sent to the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, P.O. Box 8903, Tacoma, Washington, 98418. And if you would like to learn more about our ministry and be able to listen to some of the archived messages from Pastor Fields, you can do so by visiting us at our website, which is awordforlife.com. And now, let's get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message. Every true believer knows what that is. From the pulpit to the door, you know what it is to have the Holy Ghost come and say, yes, you blew it. Yes, you messed up. Yes, you fell short. Yes, you sinned. Yes, you did this. Yes, you did that. But you still belong to me. You're still my child. I still have a plan for your life. Come on, let's get up. Let's keep going. Notice what he says. Notice what he says. He says, he says, for you have not received the spirit again of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Here we go. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs yes. with Christ. If yes. so, that we suffer with him, that we may also may be glorified together. Amen. And then the last one, dear ones, is in Second Timothy. Second Timothy, real quickly. Second Timothy, the second chapter, verses 11 to 13. Notice what Paul says there to Timothy. Second Timothy, the second chapter, starting at verse 11. Paul says there, it is a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. If we suffer with him, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we believe not, yet he abides faithful. He cannot deny himself. Amen. Now, dear ones, what all of this helps us to see is that the ultimate goal that God is trying to accomplish in all of us, it, what, the ultimate goal that God is trying to accomplish in all that he has ordained for us to go through is for it to prepare us to be able to share in and experience a measure of the glory that will belong only to Jesus Christ. Let me read that one more time. The ultimate goal that God is trying to accomplish in all that he has ordained for us to go through is he is trying to prepare us to be able to share in and experience a measure of the glory that will belong only to Jesus Christ. Now, dear ones, 
I may not even get past this point because I want, this, is, this part, the Lord impressed upon me, I need to slow down and really stress. Okay. Notice what I just said. Notice what, notice what I just said. And notice and catch the specific and intentional phrase that I used. Because I use the phrase, all that he or all that God has ordained for you to go through. All that God has ordained for you to go through. In other words, there are some struggles, there are some tests and some trials, there are some storms that we will go through that the Lord has set in our path that we will not be able to avoid and we will not be able to escape them. There are some tests, there are some trials, there are some storms that we will go through that no matter how much you try, you will not be able to escape them. You will not be able to avoid them. It's as if God has set the GPS of your life on that issue and you are going to go through it and he ain't giving you the code to change it. You can pray all you want to and ask all you want to. He is not going to change it. But then there are other tests, other trials, other storms that we go through. Here we go now. That we put ourselves in. We are there are other tests, other trials, other storms that we go through that God says, I didn't intend for you to go through that. You put yourself in that place. We're like spiritual storm chasers. You know them storm chasers you see on, on the Discovery Channel? Them kind of folks, you just you go and find and stuff. You just, oh, there's a storm over there. Let's drive. You just chasing after stuff, going after things. That God says, I never intended for you to go through that. I never intended for you to go through that. Now, 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 I, I didn't get a chance. I did not get a chance, and I need to apologize to her when I see her or when I talk to her next. I did not get a chance, but I was going to call an individual that perfectly encapsulates this point that I'm trying to make. And that person is somebody we all know. It's Sister Freelove. Amen. Because Sister Freelove is going through things. She did not go after those things. Sister Freelove didn't try to have a heart attack. Sister Freelove didn't try to end up having Parkinson's. She did not try to have any of those things. But God is allowing those things to happen in her life. And yet she is going through them, still honoring the Lord, still seeking to be pleasing to the Lord, still seeking to serve the Lord. She can't can't do much, but she's doing what she can. She's trying to honor the Lord in all things. We have a living example of this. We all know this person. She didn't go looking for none of this. The stuff that God brings your way, dear ones, these are things you didn't go looking for. They just came. They just happened in your life. And no matter how much you pray and ask God to take it away, God says, I'm not taking it from you because I'm trying to use that to produce something in you. I'm trying to use it to, to, to do something in your life, to refine you, to build you, to strengthen you. But there are other things that you, I, we put ourselves in. And God says, I didn't, I, that was not on my plan for you. Amen. You put yourself in that. 
I tried to get you to avoid it. I tried to cause you to go away from it. I, I, I told you not to marry that person. I told you not to take that job. I told you not to invest in that thing. I told you the exact opposite of what you did. And you did it anyway. Tell the truth, Shane the devil. It's tight. But it's right. And I'm looking at all your faces and you're looking at me saying, I didn't know he was going to go there. Yes, I am. Because you need to hear it. Somebody got to tell you this. Somebody has to help you understand. God says that storm you're in, that test you're going through, that trial you're experiencing, I'll help you in it. I'll help you through it. I'll help you. I'll help you survive it. But guess what? And dear, dear son, dear daughter, you need to know this clearly. I did not intend that for you. I did not intend that for you. That was not on the plan. Not the one that I had for your life. You went down another path. You chose another road. You decided to go a different way. And now we're having to deal with the fallout. Now we're having to deal with the aftermath. Now we're having to deal with all the damage and the collateral damage. And God says, all right, all right, all right. I got you. I still got you. I still got you. Because remember, I I, I told you back in in Timothy, I told you, I'm faithful. I'm faithful. Even when you're not faithful, I'm faithful. Even when you walked away from me, I didn't walk away from you. I just stayed with you. I just said, okay, we're going to get through this. We're going to, so, so, so now that you, now that you're beginning to come to yourself, now that the prodigal is now coming to themselves, now that the prodigal is now becoming awakened and aroused up and realized this is not my father's house. This is not my father's will. My father has much better things than for this than me. My father has more than this for me. Let me come to myself and return to my father. Yes. Now that you're coming to yourself, yes. God says, all right, all right, now you're coming to yourself. Amen. Now we can start to work. Amen. Lord have mercy. Thank you, Lord. Notice, notice, dear ones, notice a couple things. Let's turn real quick to the book of Proverbs. Proverbs, Proverbs, the, uh, because the wisdom writer there, he says something to us and he says it twice. Now, whenever you are in the scriptures, dear ones, and the Bible says something to you twice, It says you need to pay attention. So Proverbs, the 22nd chapter, I'm going to read verse 3, and then I'm going to jump to Proverbs, the 27th chapter, and I'm going to read verse 12. Notice what the wisdom writer says. He says, Proverbs 22 and 3, he says, A prudent man or a prudent woman foresees the evil and hides himself or hides herself. In other words, you see trouble and you don't go to it. You go from it. Oh, that's trouble. That's trouble. That's trouble. Oh, oh, she trouble. She trouble. Ooh, girl, you fine, but you trouble. I'm going away from you. I'm not going to you. Oh, she's so cute. She's so fine. Oh, 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 oh. No, no, no. You go away. You understand what I'm saying? A wise person, a prudent person, foresees the evil. If you treat your brother like that, if you talk about your dad like that, guess what will happen to me if I get with that? Lord, have mercy. I foresee the trouble and I go away. Notice what he says, Proverbs 22.3. A prudent man foresees the evil and hides himself. But the simple pass on 
and are punished. Lord, have mercy. The simple, simple folk. <laughs> Virginia said simple folk. <laughs> she said just simple. Lord, have mercy. You simple. The simple pass on and you are punished for it. In other words, you don't pay attention. You just keep going. Here we go now. Thinking it will never happen to you. Thinking, oh, I, that'll never happen to me. Oh, I, not me. Not me. Oh, no, no, no. Not, not me. Everybody else, yes, but not me. Hello, dear ones. This is Pastor Michael Fields. And here at the end of today's broadcast, I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you to all of you for taking the time out of your day to tune in and listen to our program. My hope is that today's broadcast has been a blessing to you in some way and has helped you in your walk and in your relationship with the Lord. And I want to encourage all of you to tell a friend about this program and join us here next time as we look into the riches of God's Word in order to find a word for life.